Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Look, it's Shelly. She's just like uh, three feet off the floor. She's not sitting in anything. She's just floating. Oh, no, she's levitating. That's right. I am just <laughs> levitating all over the place. <laughs> it's BS in the morning. Uh, 612. Uh, I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Web address for the radio stations is kslq.com. Uh, crap.website. That's K-R-A-P. The infamous or the famous, world-famous crap. Um, also, uh, then we have... Uh, what I can KSLQ.com, Westplex1071.com, and the uh, address for the actual uh, show is bsthemorning.show. And, you know, I don't think we have enough websites. And if you want to find out about what's going on in the radio business, go to radiopoop.com. That's the new website I just put up last week, which, quite honestly, is taking off. It's crazy, the traffic that, that thing's getting. I mean, it's really nuts. It's, it's pretty cute, I'm not going to lie. It's me, who I take on the persona of the Grand Poopa, because it's Radio Poop, as a matter of fact, I don't know if I told you this or not. You're going to be mad at me, but I took your phone number away from you. Okay. The poop line is now mine. If you, if you want to contact... I gladly give that to you. <laughs> I, I, I bequeath that to you, Brad. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with me and uh, give me a scoop on Radio Poop, uh, you, can, you can contact me directly at 636-400-POOP. And believe it or not, that goes to me. But so that's the poop line now. Six three six four zero zero P O O P. I think it's seven six six seven is what it comes out to be. So so yeah. And what's the reason I did this is all sorts of crazy stuff going on in the radio business, and nobody follows it anymore. You know, I mean, in in Chicago, they've got this guy. I think his name is Robert Federer or something like that, and he is quoted all over the world about what happens in Chicago radio. I mean, you. I mean, I read stuff. I read things in newspapers. You know, I think his name's Robert Federer. I have to look at that. I can't. He works for the Chicago Sun Times or something like that. Anyway, all he does is cover the radio beat in Chicago. Now, radio in Chicago is a pretty decent market. They've got a lot of very talented people up there. And I'm not saying we don't, but uh, you know, it's always been one of those things that, you know, it's it's weird. In certain cities, you go and something's a big deal, and others it's not. Nobody cares. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, what is it, Cincinnati? Everybody always talks about Skyline Chili. God, there's this funny thing I heard the other day. I think uh, the ESPN Game of the Week, the guys were in Cincinnati, and they were, like, eating Skyline Chili on the air. You know the whole deal with Skyline Chili? I do not. Okay, it's like this. It's like, you know, they talk about when you come to St. Louis, you come to St. Louis, you got to have toasted ravioli, you know, that kind of stuff. That's that's what it is in in Cincinnati. It's Skyline Chili. And (laughs) somebody is like figured out the recipe and it's got all sorts of weird stuff in it like cinnamon and and shotgun shell powder and stuff like that you know <laughs> you know gunpowder weird stuff anyway they were like eating this on the air and they're going like i guess you have to get an acquired taste for it it's i guess it's sort of like you know the people from chicago make fun of us for a pizza you know ever know anybody from because Chi- it's thin yeah everybody know and ever known anybody from chicago you know they oh emos with what the heck is that it's like cracker with some junk on it you know you know because i've never had anybody sit there and critique the uh the pizza i was at a meeting once i four or five years ago with a couple of guys from chicago and and it was at a it was a guy's house and he ordered he ordered i can't remember what he, if it was emos might have been um it might have been Stefanina's, because Stefanina's has the you know the thin crust too. I, you know, and they cut it into squares. Uh, 
I can't remember which one was which one was, but it was the thin crust square cut pizza. And the Chicago guys were like, "What is this? This is this isn't pizza." You know, they were like, they were like, "This is terrible." You know, like you know, you can't get your teeth into it. It's like the one guy goes like, "I says, got any saltines? I'll just you know get a saltine and put some tomato sauce on it. I'll eat that instead." You know that kind of stuff. By the way, did you hear this last night? Hear what last night? Well, I know. It's not too many people in St. Louis follow the NBA, but the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA championship last night. They were like the underdogs, and and everybody was like, it was, good. it was the Phoenix Suns against Milwaukee Bucks. I don't think Milwaukee Bucks has ever won the championship or, or has like been 50, 60 years or something like that. And, of course, what happens? They're burning down the city, and they're shooting people. Explain that to me. I've never been able to understand that. Your team wins – and you destroy the city, you know? <laughs> I mean, does that make any sense to you? It doesn't. I don't I don't get it. I just don't understand it. Well, lots of stuff to talk about this morning. Um, I've got my list. You have your list? I have so many lists. God, the, the politics thing has gotten so weird with the Texas Democrats who are spreading covid 19 in the, in washington dc and now the white house won't talk about it it's like this is so weird you know the story the white house has been very selective on what they'll talk about and what they won't you are, are you kidding me i mean it's to the point where it's like it's like jen saki you know i thought she was from st louis somebody told me she was from st louis and she's not i i don't know how those people do that job i mean that's got to be the toughest job in the world you know, to have, you know, to be the, the presidential spokesman. Or, or, you know, quite honestly, to be spokesperson for any, like, high-level political person. You know, the mayor of St. Louis, the, you know, the governor of Missouri, you know, people like that. I don't know how they do that. Because, you know, how do you, if, if someone would say, like, let's say this crazy thing. Someone would say, okay, Brad, you're the official spokesperson for Shelley, and I have to speak for you. Wouldn't wouldn't <laughs> you're laughing already, right? <laughs> I am. Wouldn't there be a, a point where you would say to me, like, Brad, you said last night that that I love you know pineapple ice cream and I hate pineapple ice cream. Well, I'm sorry, Shelly, you'll start start have eating pineapple ice cream because I'm your official spokesperson. Whatever I say goes, right? How do I know everything about you? How do I know how do I know what to say about you? Well, I would hope that you took the time to find out. Yeah, but but if you know if like even on a press conference and these people are firing questions, I don't know everything about you. You know, I mean that would be like that would be like you saying you were the official spokesperson for the St. Louis Cardinals, and let's say you don't know that much about the Cardinals, wouldn't you feel like like people would say, "Well, hey, what year did the Cardinals win the World Series?" Ah, and you'd say, "I don't think they've ever won the World Series." But people go, "Oh my God, they've won it a bunch of times." We don't know what you're talking about. No, I would say. Well, it's on my um, just just look it up. No, that's what I would tell them. You know, you know what? You, what you're not doing what I taught you to do. What's that? When somebody asks you a question you don't know the answer to, what do you say? I'm right on top of that. No, you say you know what? That's a great question, and oh, yeah. and, and and I'm not exactly sure, but we have an expert that knows that and I will contact him and I will get back to you. It's like it's like it's car sales 101. You know, I mean like you, I mean you know like any kind of sales. If you go into like some place and you're like you're talking to a salesperson and you ask him a question they go, "I don't know." You're going to go like, well, "I don't know if I want to buy a car from you or whatever I want to buy from you." But if you say, "You know what? That's a great question." 
And like, like for example, like a car dealership. I've heard it used at car dealership. You know, I've heard this in training classes for car dealerships. If someone comes and asks a question, okay, is this asymmetrical all-wheel drive? And you don't know. You go like, you know what? That's a great question. We've got this guy back in the shop. And, man, this guy is our powertrain specialist. He knows drivetrains like you wouldn't believe it. And you know what? If you don't mind, let me run back to the shop. And, and, and matter of fact, better yet, I'll bring him up. And he can talk to you about asymmetric all-wheel drive. Now, which do you feel better about? The guy going like, I don't know. Or the guy who finds you the expert and he brings the expert to you. I like that one. Right. That, once again, it doesn't take a, a genius to figure that equation out. You know, but yet how many times, I mean, like, I mean, it hasn't happened so far to me this week, but when I've talked to people, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. God, I heard something yesterday in NPR. They're talking about how, all, I mean, they have all these people I interviewed who are now former food service people who will never go back. That's because okay. that's, they, they just like, I'm not doing it anymore. You know, and I get it. I did it when I was it's in high because school. Because of the little darlings. Well, no, no, because they made all the money on unemployment, and 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 you know, here's the crazy thing. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, you know, they they didn't have to work. Um, you know, it, I I got into an argument with the world's smartest woman on this, but I think in Missouri at one point in time, you could have made almost fifty thousand dollars a year by not working. By the time you took in the unemployment and the federal money that went on top of that, I know for a fact. Was it? I think it was one of the states that actually had that on their website that talked about that that if unemployed people in their state were making like over forty eight thousand dollars a year doing nothing, sitting at home watching. I mean, forty eight thousand dollars a year. That's you know that's like, I think that's if you work. That's here, a pretty good decent little wage right there. Well, here let me do a little math. That's I believe that's above twenty dollars an hour. So if you if you worked if you worked twenty dollars an hour times forty hours, that would be eight hundred dollars a week times. 52, uh, 41,000. So, yeah, it's over $20 an hour. So let's figure it's about be like $22 an hour. $22 an hour times 40 is 880 times 52. Uh, even that, it's, it's, it's probably, could it be $45 an hour, $25 an hour? 25 times 40 equals 1,000. Yeah, if it, would be, it would be like probably about $24 an hour. $24 an hour, 24 times, 24 times 40 is, uh, and that's not right. 24 times 40 is 960 times 52. Yeah, 49.9. So it's it's like 20, $24 an hour for not doing anything. I mean, that's not a bad gig, don't you think? Not at all. I got somebody talking to my headphones. I got a CB or talking to my headphones. What? <laughs> I just had a CB or talking in my headphones. I'm supposed to talk in your headphones. No, no, no. A guy, a guy. He was, hey, good buddy, <laughs> which means he's like driving by the studio. Oh. You know, I mean, in other words, he's probably got a thousand watt amplifier in, his, in the back of his. He go, hey, good buddy. You know, it it, it bled into my headphones. Did you, ever, did you ever have that happen before? I have not actually. Oh, okay. Well, you've you've never lived in in good places like like you know me or had our studios in high class locations. Yeah. <sighs> Well, let me let me check my list here. I you know I didn't do a real good job of yesterday. I didn't clear off the stuff from yesterday. Uh, we talked about the shower head, right? We talked about that. Correct. Uh, we talked about uh, the vice president getting tested for COVID. COVID. Uh, COVID. We do. We talked about Corey Bush spending seventy thousand dollars on private security. We talked about that. Uh, yeah. This 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 bizarre car crash that happened in California. You know, 
what's interesting is everybody's doing the the ring. You know, everybody's got all these ring camera videos of crazy stuff that happens in front of their house. And now there's more and more people that have the in-car cameras that run all the time. And there's okay. this bizarre video of this car. All of a sudden, like the people are on this interstate. And all of a sudden, this car comes flying through the air, literally 20, 30 feet in the air, and crashes right in front of these people on the interstate. And it was some lady who was going down a, a street, like obviously at a fast rate of speed, a street that ended, dead-ended, just like, you know, north of the interstate. And she didn't hit the brakes, and she just went off the end of the road, and there was like a like a culvert there. And she went down the ditch and then went up and become airborne, and the car flew over like the one lane of the interstate, actually flew over the one lanes of the interstate and landed in the middle of the other lanes of the interstate. It's like, and, and she was not killed. She was she was hurt, but she wasn't killed. And she says, oh my. and essentially she says, I missed the stop sign. Duh. You think? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You missed that stop sign. Yes. Just you, a little bit. You missed that stop sign at like, at like 100 miles an hour. You know, like, yes, I just didn't quite see that the road ended. And what's crazy about that is there's a spot, like, for example, I can tell you where this happens all the time. Out in, uh, right there at 44 and 100, out in the, uh, like, what would you call that? Is that the, uh, I don't know if that's technically um, Villa Ridge area right there. If you're going east on 100, okay, like say you're coming out of Washington, you're coming east on 100, and technically 100 ends right there at 44. There's a guardrail. So in other words, you're coming east on 40, uh, east on 100, and you cross over the east and westbound lanes of 44, and and then you have to either go, well, you have to make a left. You have to go east on 44, okay? There's a guardrail right there. I'm telling you, the guardrail gets hit like twice a week. Or the other spot, the guardrail, they, you know, on Klondike Hill, just outside of Klondike Park, between Klondike Park and, and Augusta on 94, it's the, yeah. same, it's the same thing. They might as well just have the MoDOT guys camp out there with the spare guardrail because if they fix the guardrail, like two days later, somebody smashed into it again because everybody comes flying over that Klondike Hill. Hey, watch me. Watch me go through this curve at 80 miles an hour. And you can't go through it at 18 miles an hour. You have to slow down to practically nothing because it's like that sharp, you know, sharp S curve I'm talking about there in Klondike Hill? I do. And, and it's, like, it's like, I don't know how, how many gazillion times they replaced the guardrail. It's like crazy, weird people. It's like Shelly. Excuse me? Never mind. Why uh, is it like me? I don't know. I just threw that in just to get your eyes. See, 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 I, I, sometimes I don't think you pay attention. You know, I just throw your name in there. Just so. <laughs> How could I not pay attention to you, Brad? You're riveting. Yeah, well, right. I'm, I've got rivets in my head. That's It keeps it keeps my brain in there. That's what it is. <laughs> it's 626. BS in the morning, which is Westplex 107.1, <laughs> KRAP 1350, and KSOQ. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. And together we are BS in the morning dot show. That's our website. Right, Shelly? I guess not. <laughs> She's not there. Anyway, 635. Uh, it, it is uh, going to be a hot, humid day today. Um, we'll just have to see what happens with the weather. We have our very own meteorologist. You know, it's sort of weird. We have different meteorologists. We have, since we're doing the, uh, I forgot about this, since we're doing the trimal cast, we're missing our KSLQ meteorologist and the KSLQ listeners who normally hear um, one meteorologist are now going to hear our favorite meteorologist, whose name I cannot pronounce. Her name is Jennifer... Wojcicki. Very good, very good. And Megan Mulford is the one that's over on that's right. KSOQ. Yeah. Right, Megan Mulford and Jennifer. And and Shelly has met both of them, and they're real people, I have. right? Yeah, you've been in the studio. They are real people, and they're quite lovely. Okay, 
couple things to talk about. Uh, next break, matter of fact, uh, maybe the next break or the break after, I'll talk about this this website that I found. I actually, I heard a radio ad, another radio station. It's called Married in 12 Months. And it's, okay. And it's this woman who, if you take her class, and if you're a woman, you want to get married, she's going to tell you how you can find a dude and get married in 12 months. How do you feel about that? We'll talk about that later. But just off the top of your head, if someone said, if you were a single lady right now, and someone said to you, hey, Shelly, if you take this class, you can find a dude and get married in 12 months. What would you say? Um, I would probably say it's a possibility if they use the, um, if they do their man list. Do their man list? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to ask what that is. We'll ask later what the man list is. Okay. 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 Second off. I thought about you yesterday because I saw on Facebook, I saw this lady's post that was exactly what you were talking about, either yesterday or Monday, I can't remember which one, about the yeah. s- the steak and shake in Wentzville? Yes. That has one employee? Yes. <laughs> and if you know what we're talking about, they they don't have a dining room. Well, I guess they do have a dining room, but it's all self-service. They do have a dining room, but it's all self-service. It's all self-service. So if you walk into the place... And there's a couple kiosks, which is the same thing, you know, Mickey D's has done for a while. Most of the Mickey D's have the kiosk, although you can't go in most of the Mickey D's anymore. They won't let you in anymore. Anyway, you go in and you, and you do the kiosk thing, and and then your order comes up. They give you a number. Okay, the Steak and Shake in Wentzville, there's a picture of, the, of, of you know, whoever posted this on this Facebook page. That was Her name is Cindy. Do you know who that is? I do. Okay, so did that, did you, is that where you got that from? I, it is. Okay, so that's the post you saw. Okay, so you weren't actually yes. in that Wentzville Steak and Shake. No, I, I've been in there, yes. That you, is true, what she says. But And there, there's one person that works there? Is that really true? Yeah. So there's a dude who's frying up the hamburgers. There might be two. Excuse me, steak have burgers. they a drive-thru, but... But they no longer have waitresses. Nope. And they no longer have, you can't sit at the counter. Most of them still had counters. We could sit at the counter. There's no there's no counter seating unless you just want to order your food and sit there and eat it, right? Uh, probably, yes. I, and, and, you know, the crazy thing about this is, the problem on this is that, you know, when you get into that area and a lot of different businesses, there comes a point when if people are wanting, and I get it, everybody wants more money. Everybody wants, you know, I mean, I know someone in my family who works very hard at a job and recently got called into the boss's office and they congratulated this person by giving them a very like, you know, like, like 50 cent an hour raise. And and I really appreciated that. <laughs> yes, you're going like, okay, 50 cents an hour times 40 hours a week. That's, it's what, $20, $20 a week. And that's making. okay because you know, every little bit counts and you don't know how much that meant to me, Brad, really. Okay, that was you, wasn't you? Okay, anyway, the idea being that... <laughs> it wasn't me. That everything... I, I, I'm, You know, if, if I were going to do my life over again, you know what I go back to school and, and become? Uh, um, a civil engineer? No, no, an economist. I, I find it fascinating. News? No, 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 seriously. When, when you listen to these... When you, yeah, seriously. When, no, when you listen to these guys talk about things, guys and gals, it's fascinating. And I heard a guy give a, a talk on this. Matter of fact, are you into TED Talks? You ever do TED Talks? No. I like TED Talks. Uh, there are you can find them on on. There are tons of them. Matter of fact, the best TED Talk I've ever seen. I've ever seen, and and I mean this sincerely. And if you want to watch a great TED Talk, 
and uh, you can find it on 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 um, on YouTube. Matter of fact, I can look it up right now and find it. Monica Lewinsky's TED Talk. Remember Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton? Yeah. Does she have a good one? Oh, she is. I'm I'm telling you, she is so good. And if you don't know what a TED Talk is, these people. I don't know. It, Ted originally, it's it sort of strayed from the original She's thing. She's the human door. No, Ted stood for technology, education, and design, or something, or, or something. I can't remember. Now it's you have like what they now they have what they have like mini TED talks. We have them in St. Louis called TEDx, which are like smaller versions of the big ones. Anyway, they have these mostly famous people talk about their life and things like that. And she gives an amazing presentation. I mean, I mean, probably one of the best. Uh, you know, uh, and she's doing this off the top of her head. There's no teleprompter. She's just standing out there on a stage with all these people in this audience talking about her life. And it's interesting because she taught, she starts off talking about how she was someplace and some young guy was hitting on her. That's how she start, starts off the conversation. And obviously people are going like, okay, we sort of see what's going on here. When she was like fooling around with, with Bill Clinton, she was like 20 and he was like, 45 or 48 or 50 or something like that. Anyway, she gives this very impassioned talk about, um, I'm not going to spoil it for you. You have to watch it. And it's about 20, 30 minutes long. And she never makes a mistake. She's like on point all the time. She's very, um, you know, she's just, I mean, just, she's not, she's like, well, uh, yeah, and then kind of, yeah, and you know, you know what I'm talking about, and yeah, uh, duh, uh, duh, uh, duh, never once. She just knocks it out of the park. And I'm going like, damn, this woman's good. And and she talks about her life and how, you know, mistakes she's made and, and, and how she's changed her life and things like that. You know, I, I'm fascinated by people who've crashed and burned and and then they remake themselves. I mean, like, you know, like me. I've done that a couple times. I've totally crashed and burned to the point where there have been points in my life where I'm going like, man, matter of fact, it might be right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to the point where, like, it's like, you know, it's like, okay, that didn't go well, that kind of stuff. And the and the the, the interesting thing is, the people you see who are the success stories are the people that pick themselves up and dust themselves off, and take another shot at it. And the people who you see are the ones that aren't the success stories. Well, you know, twenty years ago, uh, this person said that I had I had a a a, a hairy armpit. And uh, I, I, I never forgot that. And it's, 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 it's just destroyed my life, and I've never been able to be a concert pianist again. You know, it's like, what? A hairy armpit? I don't understand. You know, how's, if you're a concert pianist, how do people see your armpits anyway? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm making points with you this morning, aren't I? <laughs> anyway. I'm just sitting here just listening to you. <laughs> Just, just <laughs> ramble on and blah blah blah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks so much, Shelley. <laughs> well, no, I mean, really, no. I'm sorry. That was that was wrong of me to say. I am hanging on your every word. No, I don't want you to hang on my every word. You're supposed to jump in and say stuff. Oh, by oh, the way, that, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was like a. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. I can do that. You know, when I sit here and you don't say anything, you know how I feel. Um, here's how I feel. You feel like a woman? <laughs> no, I feel. That's how I feel. I feel super lonely. Super lonely? Yeah. Aw, I don't feel super lonely. And, 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 when, and when the listeners aren't hearing you, you know how they feel? 
They feel people relieved. Are suffering. People are dying. That's how they feel when they don't hear you. People are suffering. People are dying. Mm. And, and yeah, you and, must mean that one because you play that quite often. And there's 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 a person that if you don't talk to him, and if you don't do this for him specifically, bend down and whisper in my ear. He gets lonely. He can get lonely. <laughs> See all the impact you have on people, Shelley. <laughs> I have zero impact on people, Brad. You have tremendous impact on people. <laughs> but that was sweet. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> and, oh, look, it's 644. They'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move, to get get me moving. That's what that's what, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's BS in the morning, which is Westplex 107.1, KRAP, and uh, KSOQ, all three radio stations the trimal cast as shelly likes to call it right yep that's what we call it she came up with that she's really good at that kind of stuff <laughs> you're so funny i'm giving you a compliment you won't take it did i did i come up with that yeah you did why well, i'm good <laughs> you don't even remember the stuff you did that's like that's like you know going like paul mccartney hey paul the beatles were really good hey was i in the beatles Never mind. <laughs> you didn't get that one. Okay, I, I, I watched this interview with Dana White, the, who is the, the president of the UFC. And by the way, I'm telling you, I'm not becoming a critic of this, but have you seen some of these fights where they literally beat these people unconscious? I'm going like, Oh, yeah, what, what the uh, MMAs? Yeah, I'm going like, I Oh, yeah, they... I don't know about this. There's some serious people in there. I know. I mean, and what's crazy about it is... Syria. This is the same country that we have all this, you know, concussion protocol in the NFL. You don't think these dudes in the MMA are getting concussions? I mean, the way they're getting bounced around the ring and, you know, the guys are punching them in the head and stuff like that? I mean, like... And then they get cauliflower ear. Well, but that's the least of their worries. Look at, like, people like <laughs> Muhammad Ali in his later years. You know, he had... You know, I mean, like, you know, when you... I mean, look at me. I'm a guy who's had five concussions in my life. Now you know why I'm so screwed up. Because my brain's been bounced around in my melon so many times. You know what I'm saying? It's to the point where... <laughs> anyway, Dana White, essentially what he's... I, I'll read you one quote, which I thought was interesting. Um, and it's what you and I talk about all the time. He said, there's never been more opportunity out there than it is right now. You know, I keep hearing about restaurants that can't open call all the way because they can't get enough people coming to work. You know, you can't get an Uber because nobody wants to go out and drive Uber. It's a very weird time in this country right now. And yeah, people need to get back to work and things need to get back to normal as soon as possible. Now, in the St. Louis area, I don't know if it's officially been announced or not, but supposedly yesterday the word got out that, that in St. Louis City, St. Louis County, they're going to put the mask mandate back in. I actually think that that's okay. Well, see, once again, it confuses everybody in this in the in the, the area the, because the problem do you, with, do you use your mask or do you don't right. use your mask? You go, but you go, go. I actually think that that's okay. You go across the Missouri River. You go into St. Charles County, or even even like Franklin County to a certain extent. Remember, we had Tim Brinker on last yep. year, and he was like, "Hey, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that." That that mask mandate thing and things were great and all of a sudden they had this huge outbreak of covid in washmo you know i mean it's like so okay. are they having a huge outbreak of covid in st st louis well stl the numbers are spiking up and what's is interesting covid covid or is it well, no, the new the, the new strain well it's the delta the you know the d strain uh but and the problem is that um most of the people who are getting getting sick 
are the people that didn't get the vaccine. You know, and, and that's about right. <laughs> well, but I mean, you know, you got your shots, right? I did. I got my shots. I had to drive to Raymore, Missouri twice. If you know where Raymore is, it's south of Kansas City. So I literally drove four four hours. I heard some, there was some guy, remember a couple months ago we talked about this, some dude who was complaining, I'm going to send the state of Missouri a bill because I, I drove 80 miles to get my shot and I think I should be paid mileage. I go, dude, I drove 240 miles to get my shots twice. <laughs> yeah, you, you did. Know? I mean, don't give me, give me this, you drove 80 mile crap, you know, I mean, but, and for me it was, and the reason, and, and somebody said to me, they heard that, why did you drive to Raymore, Missouri? Because what happened was Compass Healthcare had, you know, signups on their website and there's location in St. Peter's and Wentzville. And I believe they got one in, in, in Warrington as well too. And when I went on the website, they were all filled, but there was one of their sites that had openings and it was in Raymore, Missouri, beautiful little town, south of Kansas City, probably about 30 miles south of downtown Kansas City, almost to the Kansas border. So when we talk about the other side of the state, literally, if you go west of Raymore, you're in the state of Kansas. And, um, you know, no big deal. Went the first time, um, you know, had dinner there and, you know, came back that, you know, I, I, my appointment was like four o'clock in the afternoon, left at about, you know, noon, hit the White Castle in Columbia. Uh, I tried to go to, uh, remember that was when I tried to go to uh, Zaxby's, Zaxby's and I couldn't get on the parking lot. The people were out the, you know, the drive-thru was only open and it was, the people were lined up around the building out into the street, out in Stadium Drive right there in, in Como. And then yeah. the, in the second, oh, that was, yeah, I ended up at White Castle both times. I tried to eat at Zaxby's, my favorite chicken place in the entire world in Zaxby's in Columbia. Anyway, um, you know, to me, it's like no big deal. Drive to, you know, drive to May Raymore. And the, the thing was, man, talk about having it, you know, get, you know, you know, you know, things going, going, you know, organized well. I walk in the door. From the time I walked in the door to the time I walked out both times was 20 minutes. And keep in mind, you had to sit there for 15 after you got your shot. I walked in. See, they didn't do that to me. Oh, they, I walked in, you know, uh, filled out paperwork. They already had my thing because I filed it online. She had the printout, you know, never asked for my ID, which I thought was interesting. Um, you know, I, I went right over to the area, sat right down, got my shot. Went over, sat down for 15 minutes. Lady gave me my card. I'm out. I'm out. I'm gone. Like that. Bang. I'm going like, damn. You know? And yet I've heard people, oh, I sat for two hours. Not me. You know, he didn't need to go to Raymore. I was at I was at the rack. You know what the rack is? The rack? Yeah, that's where I was. I was at the rack. Because what happens was I, I used my GPS and I ended up at a skate park. <laughs> literally true story and there's like these young guys on skateboards and i pull up and i go hey man you know i said to him i said hey man where do i get my shot at and the one dude oh hey man you go over to the rack and he points down the street and i go isn't it the rack and he goes no that's the rack down there the rack is the raymore activity center that's the rack they call it the rack you go to the rack well that's kind of cute yeah you go you go to, you know they got a gym and all sorts it's really nice place the skateboard park was cool and matter of fact, and the one guy says, he says, you're an old dude. I go, watch this. And I jumped out of my car and I got on a skateboard and I did a couple, you know, maneuvers. And they went, oh man, you're the man, you're the man. And they cheered me and they, you know, hand five, high five me, fist bump me. Triple gainer. <laughs> right. I, I did the face plant. I did all those good moves. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 well, the snake. <laughs> No. On your on your skateboard, all right? I did all of a sudden. It's six fifty-seven. Westplex one hundred seven point one KSLQ and AM thirteen fifty. Crap! All those stations, the Trimal Cast. That's because we are BS in the morning, and you can check out the web's address for this very show at BS the Morning Show, a local show, not piped in from. Um, you know, anybody use that word anymore? I sound like an old guy when I say that. 
It's piped, piped in. in. And you know, you know what that's from, literally? In the old days, that's how they had PA systems. Instead of having having speakers, they had pipes. Okay. And they would like they would put like a pipe like by an orchestra, and then they, the sound would travel down a tube and go to another room or something like that. Like on a ship, it was called beat. The sound was being piped in, and literally was in a pipe. Do you know that? I did not. Yeah, that's what they piped in. Anyway. Thank you. <laughs> so how'd we get into that? Uh, BSInTheMorning.show is our web address, and you can listen to the podcast. And I have to tell you, I have to tell you, I'm sort of blown away by this. That podcast gets listened to more and more all the time. I'm going like, who in the hell is listening to us? You know what I'm saying? So BS in the morning gets listened to a lot? Yeah, yeah. The podcast of this podcast. When I get off the air, my job is I take this show, I chop it up, and I take all our little our little rants and, you know, Shelly saying all this weird stuff she sells all the time and going off on people and making fun of people like Jeff Allen and things like that. You know, she's making fun of people. I take that and I chop that up and I put that on our podcast. And I thought to myself, oh my God, Shelly said something bad again. We're going to get sued over this. And I just go, oh man, okay. It's like me going to the casino. You just rewind it. Ished. <laughs> it's, it's like me going to the casino, okay? You grab those dice, you stand there at the crap table and you know, you shake them in your hand, you get a little, you know, little kiss for luck and you throw them out there and you're like, whoa, I just lost my house. You know, house is gone. No, give me those dice back again. Shake them up, blow on them, you know. Oh, I just lost my car. You know, and then, you know, they give you the dice back again. Oh, you lost your car in your house. What do you got, Lex? Well, my husband. Blow on him. Whoa, I lost my husband. Oh, that's good. Who wants my husband anyway? You know what I'm saying. Okay. I do know what uh, you're saying, actually. I'm a, I'm a radio guy. Have been done this, has done this for a long time. When I was like you have. 10 years old, I decided I want to be in a radio business. And huge mistake he, he's been in the radio business practically out of the womb not bragging about this but way back when when i was in high school i t- i said this on the air i don't know six months or so ago and somebody challenged me like oh that's a lie you didn't happen i won the st louis science fair at the time it was the post-dispatch washington university science fair we we're in francis field down there or whatever the the basketball places on washington right there uh, in washington you right there on skinker okay and yeah. The day we had, we had put our, you know, had open, you know, people can go look at all the science fair projects. And then we had the closed day when we had to stand by our project. And these people came by and they would not tell us who they were, but they were the judges. They wouldn't, they would come by and they would anonymously, anonymously talk to you. Hi, I'm one of the judges. I'm going to ask you questions about your project. And I had this guy grill me and it was an electronics project. I had this guy grill me about my project. He probably talked to me 20, 25, 30 minutes, asked me all sorts of questions. The next day. Right before we had the, you know, the awards were going to be announced, the guy comes over to me, introduces himself. He was the dean of the engineering school at Washington University, and he was there to offer me a four-year full tuition scholarship to study electrical engineering at Washington University. Keep in mind, my dad was a, my dad was an engineering graduate of civil engineering at WashU, and I looked at him. I go, No, I'm not interested. I want to go into radio. Thinking to myself, stupid mistake. <laughs> that was I made that when I was 17 years old. Okay, so having said that. I, I'm fascinated by life courses. You go down your life and you do this and, you know, this doesn't quite work out. So me being the radio geek, I'm listening to, actually I'm listening to the new radio station last night, the new uh, the 1019, the new uh, News Talk STL. And there's this lady that comes on and she says, hi, I'm so-and-so. And ladies, do you want to get married in 12 months? And I'm going like, 
married in 12 months. What the heck's this? So she gives out. And once again, this is you and I preach this all the time. We have clients that will we'll put together an ad for them and go, okay, I want you to put in that I'm open till 2 o'clock on Thursday and Fridays, and I'm at conveniently located. My phone number is my kid's name is so-and-so. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. Here's what you want to do. You want to talk about your business. You want to get people interested in your business. Then you want to give them a website, right? That's what we tell them. Have them go to a website. And what's interesting is radio has gotten to the point where radio is really good at getting people to go to websites. So this lady at the end of this ad talks about getting married in 12 months. And she says, and she says, hey, go to my website, lovestories.com. Sorry, I'm giving her a free plug. Love Stories. I'm going, okay, I love that. Great site, lovestories.com. So I go to the site, okay? And you heard, you heard me play this earlier. You go to the site, and there she is with her video. I'm sorry, I can put this up. Yes. An attractive young lady, and you press the button. And here, let me see if I can get the play on my phone here. Hold on. Hey, you did it. I'm so excited for you. You clicked that link. Welcome to lovestories.com. And thanks to your favorite radio station for making my $49 Married in 12 Months or Less Challenge free for you, their loyal listeners. The radio station that you listened to and heard my ad on is providing this challenge for you, its loyal audience. And so if you're new to me, welcome to me. I'm Jackie D. I'm the author of The Heart Work. I'm also an online teacher, mentor, coach. Okay, her name is Jackie Dorman, and she teaches this class, an online class, uh, of if you're a woman, how you can find a guy, fall in love, and get married in 12 months. And I'm going like, hold on a minute. Now, hold on. That's like, that would be like me taking, if I heard an online class, hey, you can be a fashion model in 12 months. You know, you can be a young, attractive fashion model. Ain't going to work for me. You know what I'm saying? It's just not going to work. I'm an old dude. I'm, I'm, not, I'm a dude, not a dudette. I'm never going to be a fashion model. I'm an ugly guy. Got a big old beer gut. I'm five foot two. You know, I mean, you know, if one wasn't for Hans Wyman, I had no hair in my head. You know, that kind of stuff. But what's fascinating is I'm thinking to myself, there are women who are hearing this and going like, you know, I want to get married in 12 months. Do you think that's possible, Shelley? To get married in 12 months? I mean, like, if, if okay, you have a husband. It is. You, you have a husband right now, okay? Let's say you took her course. Let's say, let's say you were a single lady, okay? And you decided, you know what? I have a good life. I have a good job. And, I've, you know, I live in a nice house. And, you know, but, you know, I need to... My you, husband makes as much as if not more than I do. No, no, no. I, but you're, you're single, okay? You're saying this, okay? I need a man in my life. Not only do I need a man in my life, I want to be married. I want to be married in 12 months. Do you really think that works? You say yes. I was married in 12 months. Well, but hold on a minute now. And I've been but, married for 20 no, no, no. years. But did you say one day, hey, I want to be married in 12 months? I'm trying to think back. It's been, <laughs> it's been a while. I it's been say, a minute. I doubt if you did that. And I'm not trying to say I'm doubting you, but I mean, like now. I wanted to meet the man of my dreams. And you decided that was what you're going to do. You're going to meet the man of your dreams. Yes. And you met him. I didn't know when, but yes. But you didn't you didn't have a timetable. I did not. So But see, I made my man list. And what's your man list? Or should I ask? <laughs> you figure out what you really want in a man. I mean, down to you know, if he has do you want an accent? Do you which an, hand do you want whoa, to write? Whoa, whoa, whoa. An ac- left or right? An accent? You mm-hmm. you want a you want a dude with an accent? Yeah. Like what kind it's of a an man act? list? It's like, it's what the 
It's what your perfect man would be to you. And what kind of a, what kind of an accent do you want? I mean, I happen to like accents, and my husband had an accent, and he was from Florida, North Florida, so he had a southern accent. Oh, when he goes back home, you he, he really, you can really tell that it it comes back with a vengeance. But he's lost it now. He's been up here for well, almost thirty years. My son lives in North Florida, and he doesn't have an accent. That's because he wasn't raised down there. Okay, so how what is the north what does the northern Florida accent sound like? Let me ask you that. What it is sounds he, like a southern accent. Like he's got the twang. Like from Mobile. He's got the twang. Um, it's not real twangy. But it's it's but it could be. It's like that Florida Georgia line kind of like twang. You know, like the like the guys, you know. It's it's more of a subtle twang. A subtle twang. Okay, so 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 you 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 wanted a guy you wanted a dude with an accent. And, Correct. And, okay, keep going. With, I wanted him to be left-handed. Left. Why, I wanted him to be taller than me. Why left-handed? Because I'm enthralled by left-handed people. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, keep going. And um, he needed to be taller than me. Okay. I I he needed to be emotionally available. <laughs> okay. I didn't need to raise any more children. I didn't think any more. I didn't think men. I didn't think any men were emotionally available. I've been told that. Yes, no, there are. There are some men who are emotionally available. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Anyway, so, I mean, I just went down through um, the attributes that I would like. And, I mean, and they weren't all physical. A lot of them were emotional. A lot of them were, you know, like I I, I want them to be papered. I happen to like a papered man. Ex- so, and, and, well, um, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. Explain. Shelly says this all the time. Give In Shelly speak, what does that mean? It means that he's got a degree. A college degree. Yeah, he's got a college degree. I went to the uh, Joe Smith School of Broadchasing. Does that does that make me, uh, you know, papered? You went through where? The Joe Smith School of Broadchasing. Broadchasing? Yeah. Oh, no, excuse me, broadcasting. That's the school I went to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna make fun of my, fun. Man, but anyway, you make this man list, ladies. <laughs> you make this man list, and you kind of forget about it. But you, but when you're when you're making it, you are very focused and very um, open to the things that you would really like to have. And um, within six months to a year, you will find this person, and you won't know that you find him. But it'll hit you. Okay. <laughs> it's true. So when you're with your 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 gal pals, okay, and uh-huh. there's a single gal pal in your group, and and you does this ever come up like in in gal talk? Like, do the do the married women say to the non married women, "Honey, you need to put together your man list." I say it all the time. You do. Yes. Now, and it helps. Okay, so <laughs> it, it so so the, the only but see what I always find fascinating about this is the whole concept. Remember way back when, way 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 back when, when computer dating first started, they used to have these. There, there used to be companies in St. Louis. Matter of fact, uh, we used to advertise for one of them, and it was called Great Expectations. Do you remember this one? I do. Re- I I don't remember. 
it being on your station. Well, but this was not. This is when I did my traffic network thing. This is back in the eighties. Okay, 80s. this is going back. Yeah, because that's when I remember it. Okay, a this long, is, long time. This is ago. going back in the eighties, and, and 90s. it's really funny because when I was up in Springfield going to going to college, right? I actually used Great Expectations up there. So, so I, I, I let me give you the explanation. You tell me if it's the same deal. You advertise this place. People would come. They'd sit down with a person, and they, you would sign up for the program. And then they would tell you to come in and bring a couple different changes of clothes, and they would videotape you, right? Yes. And you would sit in a room, and you'd go like, hi, I'm Shelly, and I'm a lot of fun, and blah, 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 blah. And here's me in my, in my, in my tennis Tony, outfit. Because I'm a veterinarian. Right. And here's me in my well, – here's you know, and, and then, they, then people would come in, and they would – if you were looking for a date – you would go into a room and they would give you these videotapes and you'd put them in the machine and you'd watch him. You'd go, oh, I sort of like that guy. Oh, I that guy's he's a dork. I don't like him. That kind of stuff, right? Yes. Okay. So, so that was, okay, so now, <laughs> I shouldn't tell this story. This is so funny. I think the company's still in business. It's called, It's Just Lunch. You ever heard of this one before? I have. I've heard. I remember when it came to St. Louis, yes. Okay. <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about. I, I, will, I will just say that, he ran an advertising agency. I think he still does. And you met him one time. Yes. And, and you know who I'm talking about, right? I do. Okay. So I'm not going to embarrass him with his name. So no. he picks up the account for It's Just Lunch. And if you know what we're talking about, It's Just Lunch is a deal where you go to them and 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 you sit in front of these, there's like four or five women, and they interview you, and then they ask you questions, they take notes. And then what they do is they match you up with people but they do it to the point where they do all the matchmaking behind the scenes and they do it for lunch. And they, and they, they had certain restaurants they used. They used to use Jay Bucks in Clayton before it was Capitol Grill. And what they would do is they would call and they would make a reservation. They had an agreement with Jay Bucks. They would call and make a reservation and they would say, oh, and then they would call the guy and they call the gal, uh, gal back. And they go, hey, we've got a date for you. His name is, is, is Waldo. And he, and are you available Thursday at 1130? Yes, I am. Okay, fine. Go to the hostess stand when you come in and just tell them that you're, you know, that you're there for, it's just lunch and give me your name. And if, if your date's there, you know, they'll show you the table. If not, they'll just show you the table. And then when your date shows up, they'll take you over to the table. Okay. And, and first names only, no last names, no phone numbers, unless you want to do that. No, no, um, no, um, you know, emails, none of that stuff. And then you have lunch. At the end of lunch, you're supposed to say, well, you know, I don't know. It just didn't work for me. It's been nice knowing you. Are you then you, let's say, work and you get phone numbers, okay? So the problem they had was for every man they had on the service, they had like 20 women, okay? So, yeah, that's about right. So, so my friend, who shall remain nameless, is doing the advertising for them. And about a month into him, one of the ladies who owns the company says, Hey, would you uh, would you do us a favor and would you uh, would you uh, go on some dates for us? Because we've got all these women, and the the reason they hired him was they wanted men. So he's advertising on like the sports station on KMOX. Hey guys, you wanna you wanna meet a woman for lunch? Yeah, you can meet a woman for lunch. It's just lunch, <laughs> and and so and they were short of men. And the deal was when you signed up for the service, they guaranteed you like at least one date a month. So they did, yes. Here were all these women who didn't have dates. So they say to the guy who shall remain nameless, would you help us out a little bit and would you go on some dates for us? And he was single at the time. He was divorced, but he was you know, a single guy, not dating anybody. So he was available. 
So he goes, yeah, I'll do it a couple times. So pretty soon they had him booked lunch and dinner every day of the week. And sometimes on Saturdays, sometimes even on Sundays. So seven days a week, this guy is going to lunch. And they even said, they even said, said, you know, because the deal is you're supposed to be Dutch. You're not, you know, when you go on these dates, you're supposed to, you know, split the, split the ticket. And they even said, we'll pay you back for your part of the lunch. So in other words, every day for lunch and dinner, he's going to meet a different woman at, at a restaurant and they're paying him to go, you know, they're paying for his lunch and he's doing the advertising for him. And he said that like after two weeks, he'd go like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so he's doing like 20 dates a week. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious, actually. I mean, and, and, and when he told me this story, I'm going like, no. And he's going, yeah. And he said it was sad because he says he felt that like some of the women were like desperate. Some of them would just come right out and go, you know, um, are you interested in marriage? <laughs> right at the get-go. You know, he'd, met, he'd met, never met these women in his life. And they were like, yeah, I, 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 you know. And some, well, he's told me a story. One woman talked about how she's going to her girlfriend's wedding ceremony, like in a year and a half, and she wanted to go there with a husband. So in other words, she wanted to, go, she wanted to be married so she could go to her girlfriend's, you know, wedding ceremony. I'm going like, okay, that's weird. Always the bridesmaid. <laughs> I get that's what he said. He said he says I guess she got tired of being the bridesmaid, so she decided when her girlfriend's getting married in a year and a half that she was gonna go married. And I'm going like God. So anyway, we got far stream for frame. What you know? Anyway, I can't even talk this morning. Um, we talked about the love stories. If you want to go take a look at it, um, ladies, you can get married in 12 months. I don't quite understand how that works, but you know. Anyway, no other comments. <laughs> it's dead air. You're not going to say anything. I'm just waiting for you to say something. You're waiting for me to say something. Okay, let me let me clear my throat. Okay, hold on, man. Was I engulfed in the greatest conspiracy since the hosts of The View were discovered to be robots? How's that? <laughs> they were all Alexa. Seven twenty-five. <laughs> BS in the morning, Westplex 107.1, KRAP 1350, and KSLQ 104.5. It's Shelly and I. She's Shelly. I'm Brad. Did I get that right that time? I think I did. It works. You know, sometimes sometimes I'm Brad, sometimes you're Brad. I love that song. You know, I. You know what I do too? It just reminds you of a simpler time, doesn't it? Well, you know, it's sort of weird. You ever have this thing where the first time you heard a song, you can remember exactly where you were? Yes. I can tell you exactly where I, where I was. I was eastbound in 70 coming back from Como. I'd been to a Mizzou game, and I was driving along eastbound 70. I was listening to uh, I was listening to Open House Party with John Garabedian on uh, Y107 coming out of uh, Columbia. And, God, he used, to, he used to do this show from his house, had this big mansion in, outside of Boston. God, this guy's, you know, he's, he's one, of the, the, one of my radio idols. He has like six planes. He's done well for himself, the radio business. I think he's like the only guy that did well for himself, the radio business. Anyway, guess and that video, it's a lyric video. And you watch the lyric videos now. Most lyric videos, like they just put like titles up on the screen. That one is a combination lyric video and regular video. Guess how many views that, that song has on YouTube? Mm, 25 million. 2.6 billion. 
Wow. 2.6 billion views. Wow. And the, <laughs> Let whole, me repeat. the whole thing is, it's really interesting. It's like a video, this couple, and they just sort of like, you know, they're like doing things. They're going to the beach and they're driving along and they're doing stuff like that. And it's got some really beautiful uh, uh, footage of, it looks like someplace along, uh, what, Highway 1 was that, you know, on the West Coast, the one that goes up through Malibu. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that Highway 1? Isn't that what they call it? Highway 1, whatever. Um, anyway, beautiful shots. Uh, there's a bunch of shots taken from, like, uh, you know, a drone, and, you know, they're driving a Range Rover. And if you watch the very end of the video, it's sort of funny at the end of it. Anyway, uh, closer. And that was the song that put Halsey on the map. because Was it really? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Chainsmokers. And once again, dissect that song. This is Brad, the stupid radio and the stupid audio nerd, okay? It's all done with loops and samples and stuck together on Pro Tools. If you listen to the song, it's got a bass line. It's got all the different pieces. And they just mix and match them, move them around, and, you know, boom, song's done. Nobody was ever in the studio. It's all sampled stuff. You know, they came in and, and laid down the voice tracks. And and what's interesting, a lot of people don't realize this. A lot of times you have duets like man woman like that. They're not in the studio at the same time. They record. Well, them we're so- not in the same t- studio in the same time, and it's like your like your friends Leonid and friends. Oh my God! Can 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 I talk about this? I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. I found. Remember, I turned you on to this about a year ago. Remember, I found these guys. Remember I talked, I'm going to find these guys. Yes, yes, I remember. Okay, it's this group of musicians from Russia. Matter of fact, they're going to be in in the United States. They're going to be, they're not going to be in the St. Louis area, but they're going to be performing, I believe, at the Ameristar Casino in Kansas City in November. They were supposed to be here last year, but they canceled the tour because of the COVID thing. It's a bunch of these incredible musicians who do covers. They started out doing just doing covers of, of Chicago songs. And the guy's name is Leonid. And what's interesting is they all are Russian, and but they speak, they don't necessarily speak English, but they sing English great. And They, they do, and you can't tell that they're well, of a different descent. And what's interesting is they do, they do the songs exactly, because he's some kind of like master musician or something like that, and he charts the songs. In other words, he goes through and literally dissects the, sh- the songs, mainly Chicago songs. That's what they started out doing. Uh, and uh, then he puts together the charts for all the people. You know, he's got the, you know, the, the horn players, they have their charts and, and the guitar guy and, you know, and, and, and then the lyrics and the whole bit. And they, and, and, and they have, I say, remember I, I told you, I think she's the most beautiful woman in the world. Kusina Buznia or something like that. And remember, I, I, I showed you her, right? Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm telling you. You know, you, you have your list for, you know, who you want to, you know, you'd marry. She would be my woman I'd want to marry. But, of course, she would have... I n- thought it was Connie Selica. Well, you know, she's still with John Tesh. I've been trying to break up that marriage for years. And it hasn't worked. Uh, so, <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, they did a new song, and it's not a Chicago song. They did Steely Dan, My Old School. Oh, really? It is incredible. And they've got a guy who sings, who sounds, I mean, the song sounds, well, this is sort of weird. I'll give you an example. I'm listening because I have my little headset that I keep with me, and sometimes I'll listen to things on my headset. I'll, I'll listen to, 
to like, you know, TED Talks and things like that on my phone on, on YouTube when I'm driving sometimes. And you know how sometimes when a video ends, you automatically starts a new video. They just throw a new video up there. You know what I mean? And it's just, right. So this song starts, and it's like, uh, how did I get Steely Dan? You know, all of a sudden I'm listening to a TED Talk, it ends, and then I hear Steely Dan, dun, 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 dun. I'm going mile school. I'm going like, hold on a minute. This isn't Steely Dan. It's a little bit different. So I pulled out my phone, I looked at it, and it's Leonid and Friends doing my old school. And it's incredible. And they have a guy, two brothers, who the one guy is the lead singer, the other guy sings backup vocals, and the lead singer plays the guitar. I'm telling you, if you played the Steely Dan version of my old school and the Leonid and Friends version of my old school, you can't tell the difference. I mean, it's, and, and not only that, they're, it's better. Now keep in mind, these people are Russian. And what's interesting is they're not all in the they're not all in the same studio. They have one guy who's from the Ukraine, and when they do these videos, he like syncs up over the internet and he's like doing backup vocals from Ukraine, and they're recording this live at some studio in in Russia. the The drummer is incredible. He's an incredible drummer. The guy who is the lead guitarist who is not in the Steely Dan video. He's in every other one. Incredible guitarist. I would put this guy up against. You know, the, any of the guitar greats in the United States. You know, Eddie Van Halen. I mean, this guy can just shred the guitar. And they've got a brass section. They're just, I mean, guys who are just incredibly talented. And then they've got most beautiful woman in the, in the world, Casina Bazina, whatever her name is. I'm going like, and these people are, you know, and once again, I'm not saying, well, they're Russian. And when they sing, it's perfect English. It's not like weird Russian accent stuff. But yet, what's so weird about this, then when they talk, if you hear interviews with them, they have a really thick Russian accent because they speak English. Most of them speak English. But when they talk, it's like, how in the world do you talk and the things, it comes out like, you know, Russian accent. And then when you sing, it's gone. It's like the Beatles. Remember, everybody would like, back in the day, you know, you heard the Beatles talk and they have that Cockney accent. And then you sing, it's like, okay, what happened to the accent? It's gone. Why is it's that? It's like Sir Elton John. I was thinking about that yesterday. I mean, he sings and he sounds like an American dude, but when he talks, he's got that English brogue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. It's like, what, what happens when you sing? Does it just disappear? I don't know. Anyway, if you check out Leonid and Friends, L-E-O-N-I-D, all you have to do is on YouTube, just go in Leonid and Friends, and they do, they started out doing Chicago stuff. They probably got 10 or 15 Chicago songs on there. They've done, like, um, um, they did Earth, Wind, and Fire, September. What a great version of that. Oh, man, I bet that was beautiful. Oh, yeah, and they got a full orchestra with that one. They've got, like, strings and, you know, and, and, and you know, cello and the whole bit on that one. Um, and these people are in... And what's amazing is I do nothing in my life well. Everything in my life I do poorly. I'll, I'll be honest with you. See, I, I disagree with that, everything, but go on. Everything in my life I do poorly. I'm not good at anything. I'm, I'm mediocre at best at a lot of different things. I'm like, what's the old stupid saying? I'm a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none. I can do carpentry work. I'm not good at it. I can do welding. I'm not good at it. I can do electrical work. You know, I, I'm not good at it. I can do radio. I'm not very good at that either. You know, I mean, I do all these things, and I'm not good at any of it. But yet, when I see these people, especially playing instruments and using no music, and like this guy who's playing the guitar, he's like, they call him the Rocks Brothers, R-O-X, but they got some like all these, you know, like, blah, 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 you know, Kalinskis, you know, all these weird Russian names. Uh-huh. This guy is just playing this guitar, I mean, incredibly talented, and singing. I'm going like, how does he do that? I don't, I, how do people do that? I don't get it. I mean, I, I'm in awe of people like that. It's like if you see someone who is like a concert pianist or something like that, uh, and we're not talking about someone who goes to the bathroom on stage. We're talking about someone who is playing the piano. 
Did I ever tell you the story about my grandmother? No. I had the, you know, I'm going to say this and people are going to get upset with me. I had, both of my grandmothers were the worst grandmothers. Both of them. Ugh. No, both of them were. My, my father's mother, oh, she was terrible. She was always, always making fun of my dad because he went to college. And like when, you know. You, you have told me that. Yeah. Yes. And like, you know, wow, you know, your, your father wasted his time in college. Okay. My dad's a civil engineer. He has a great job. You know, he builds stuff. He was in, he was 40 years in the army. He was in the Corps. He fought in, in World War II. You know, he came out of World War II, got his degree at Wash U, you know, worked in the Army Corps of Engineers. To this day, there's stuff that my dad designed. You know, still, I can drive around and show you stuff that my dad designed years ago. It's still standing today. And my grandmother would say, your father is a terrible person. He went to college. And then when, you know, myself and my sister went to college, you're wasting your money. That's terrible. You should not, you know, college is a waste of money. You shouldn't have, education doesn't do you any good. Just go get a good job. You don't need education. And then my other grandmother would tell me that, that radio didn't work. That I was imagining that I, people were listening to what I was doing. Maybe she was right. <laughs> I don't think she was right. <laughs> Maybe we don't have any listeners. But she would tell me that. She would say, you know, you doing that radio stuff. Nobody listens. There's nobody. You just think you're talking to a microphone and nobody hears you. That's what she would tell me. Go like, Mom. Oh, there's people that hear us. Say, <laughs> say the wrong thing. Say something colorful. Well, but, and, and you'll know how many people hear you. Okay. Why, why are people like that? I try, to, I try to encourage people. I mean, like, like, like with you. What have I done with you since I've known you? I've give con- me trouble? No, I've constantly encouraged you. Oh, yeah, that's it. How many times through you the years... You constantly encouraged me. How many times through the years have you said to me, I don't know how to do that? I go, well, I'll show you. And I showed you, and you do it, right? Yes. And I've got a whole... Yes. I've got a, yeah, I have learned a tremendous amount from you One of the things over I've, the past eight years. One I, of the, I, I truly, truly have. One of the things I'm very proud of, there's a whole... And, and now they're starting to get to the point where they're aging out and they're retiring. But there was one point in time, there were probably 15, 20 people in St. Louis radio and television, who got their start working for me, and there's still there's still a few of them out there. Sue Thomas is on 97.1. I think she's still on KZK. Um, trying to think who uh, you know, Captain Mac was on WIL for a long time, and I don't know where he's at anymore. He, you know, when they switched everything to WIL, he got canned. God, that was a mistake. They had the guy come in and totally changed WIL and just killed it. Got rid of Bo. Got rid of you know Bud and Broadway. Changed it. You know, they got rid of the WIL callers. You know, they're back again. I tell you about. You know, they, they, they wouldn't give the call letters because they thought that was old school. W-I-L. Sound like, you know, your dad listened to W-I-L. Your grandpa listened to W-I-L. This is, what do they call it, hot country or new country, 92.3. Had that goofy, stupid logo you couldn't see on the billboards. You yeah. Know, now they're back to W-I-L. And, and they Good. Got, you know, and the, and the Delco Remy morning show, they fired, I think they fired Delco. He's gone. And, and you know, and, and they're like, they used to be like number one, the ratings, they thought they I think they're, we're 56. I think they're 55. They're right in front of us. <laughs> and there's 57 stations in Is the market. Is that true? <laughs> it's true. That's not true. It's Stop true. it. Yeah, there's 57 stations in the market. We're 56. And the station that's in that's behind us is 93.3, which is off the air most of the time. Hopefully, we'll be back on the air next year for uh, next week for Tracy. But you know, I showed. You. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> no, 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 no! It's been off the air because this is the goofy, stupid story. The guy who used to own it, there was this rule with the FCC: if you if you were off the air for more than a year, you lost your license. So he would put his station on the air like for a week and then take it off the air for like 51 weeks. 
Remember I showed you that in the FCC database. But he was abiding by the rules. Yeah. Well, no, he wasn't because ultimately he almost lost his license over that because he did it every single year. He put the radio station on for like four or five days and then take it off. No, well, okay. okay. I'm going like, okay, why bother? That's like having a restaurant saying, well, I'm going to be open a week in in November. Okay. How are you going to make money when you're only open one week a year? You know, what do you do? I mean, do people show up, like, you know, and eat for a week? Do you make so much money in a week that you don't have to be open for the next 51 weeks? I don't get that. There, there are people that make make uh, money being open only four days a week. Who's that? The weekend. Oh, the weekends only? Mm-hmm. No, not weekends only. There's uh, several restaurants. What, what, but, uh, but they don't think people get hungry on Monday? I don't know what their what their pers- purposes are, <laughs> I but I just know that they're only they, open like they can't get enough people to work. That's the problem. That's the that's the reason for that. Remember oh, that was that right? That was the guy that owns Lewis and Clark's down on Main Street in St. Charles. He was on Facebook talking about that. They couldn't get enough people, so he's only open four days a week because of the fact that he's got a full time crew and he and he doesn't want to burn them out. He doesn't want to burn them out having to work six and seven days a week. So he said, "I'm just going to open four days a week." And it was weird because I believe the story is he opens on Monday. But he closes on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and he's open Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I think that's the deal. Mm-hmm. And the reason he's open on Monday is because a lot of the restaurants in downtown St. Charles now close on Monday. So if people are in downtown St. Charles and they look for a restaurant, he's the only guy. So they go to him. And then he's closed, I think, Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. Who knows? Who knows? That's the way it's going to be in Hoffmanville. They're going to only going to have the wineries open Hoffmanville. on Friday and Saturday. <laughs> you think I'm laughing. You think there's going to be rides? What's that? Hoffmanville, you think there's going to be rides? Oh, yeah, yeah. They've got, they've got, they, if you've seen the, the, the uh, they were putting it together on 94 the other day. It's going to be right off of 94 right there. It's the wine bottle coaster. It's like, you know, it's like the Screaming Eagle at Six Flags, but only it's just big wine bottles. The cars are wine bottles and you sit like in the wine bottle. Stop it. <laughs> 7.46. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. BS in the morning on Westplex 107.1, KSOQ and AM 1350. Crap. Have you seen the deal with the guy the guy who was trying to make money selling T-shirts? Have you seen this story? No. He printed up 10,000 T-shirts that have the hashtag, hashtag Free Britney. The only problem is, <laughs> you know, her name is spelled weird, B-R-I-T-N-E-Y. He's got the traditional spelling of B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, Brittany. <laughs> Oh, how funny. And he did 10,000 t-shirts like that. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> you know, like, I bet she's kicking himself. And once again, I feel sorry for that woman. I mean, I mean, I, I, hadn't, I didn't re- talk about this on the air. There was an article that was in, in the news last week that gave all the amounts of money that all the people around her make. And if you know the story, she's still under this conservatorship where essentially her, her father and uh, used to be a law firm that she didn't even hire run her life. She doesn't have any money. She has a court, a court supposedly. This is, now people are saying this is not true, but she claims that she has court-ordered birth control, that she's not allowed to have any more kids. That she has. Oh, so that made headlines, and now they're saying that that's not true? Well, they're saying that that's not. They're, they're, she supposedly has, you know, little kids in the car, you know, put your hands over the ears. Uh, supposedly she has an IUD, and there are people that say, see, I don't know this because I'm not, I'm not a dudette, but... There are women I've heard say she could just take that out, but supposedly she can't because if she does, it violates a court order. And here's my stupid thing: How would anybody know, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. How would you know, right? 
Am I? Am I? <laughs> I know how you know, but um, I'm not going to go into it. Right, I get that. I understand. But in other words, you know, if you saw her in the street, how would you know? Right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, and, that's true. And her dad like makes like a million dollars a year. I mean, like you know, being a, I'm going, and she doesn't have any money. She doesn't have a credit card. She has no cash. She can't ride in a car with her boyfriend. I mean, like ah, uh, I don't get it. And you and I know, 95% of the people in the radio business, if Britney has a conservator. These people would be in the nut house. You know what I mean? They wouldn't be out in the street, like, you know, singing in Vegas. They'd be in the rubber room somewhere. You know what I mean? And yet, yeah. nobody yeah. has them under conservatorship. God, I can tell you stories about guys I work with in the radio business. Holy cow. They totally needed handlers, but oh didn't my. have them. I, I can tell you stories. I, and some of them were interesting. I, one guy I worked with, this guy bounced around the country at all these radio stations. He literally had blow-up furniture and an air mattress he slept on. And he bragged about the fact that if you get fired from a job, you just go home and un- and pull the plugs and all his furniture. You know? <laughs> just let the air out of my furniture. Right. And he'd, he'd squish them down and roll them up and stick in the back of his Volkswagen. Away he'd go. And when he, <laughs> true story. That's funny. And I didn't believe him. And he invited me to his apartment. And sure enough, he had blow-up furniture. He had blow-up furniture. You know, I mean, I don't even know if you can buy that stuff anymore. You know, like it's like pool toys kind of stuff. You know, like you can, you know, the stuff, that kind of stuff. And it, it was like a blow-up couch and a blow up this and a blow up bed he had one of those air mattress beds and that's that's how he lived you know he lost his job he just went home and uh, took the air out of everything and threw in the back of his Volkswagen and he had a beetle too it wasn't like a you know oh that's funny it was a bug use those airbag sucky things well I, you know like I guess you know I don't know if he blew him, you know he was you know I don't know if, I want to say he was full of hot air but he probably had no problem blowing it up himself but you know no I was talking about getting all the air out of them you got to roll them. You know, around. like a, like those sucky things. A sucky thing. Yeah, those those airbag, those space airbag sucky things, where they you you put the sucky thing on the bag and it sits there and sucks all the air out and then it smushes all your clothes and stuff. Oh oh oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, those things you you vacuum seal your clothes. Yeah, they used to be yeah. on TV. Yeah, you you put all your clothes and it like and it, it like it sucked all the air out and then you'd like seal it and your clothes would be like hermetically sealed in these like I I never understood that. Why would you do that? For more room. You know, see, you could be like me and you only have three sets of clothes. I've like I I literally have four sets of clothes. I have four sets of clothes, three pairs of boots. I have one pair of athletic shoes and I have like I don't know. I just bought some more underwear. Um, you know, I've got like maybe, yeah. you know, I do. I've got like 20 pairs of socks and like 10 pairs of underwear and that's it. That's all the clothes I have anymore. Oh, I have to tell you. I yeah. To, I mean, I can't say that. I have to tell you a funny story. You know what I found in one of my closets, which was left over for my son? You're not going to believe the shirt I found. Ammunition? No. Yeah, I found that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I opened up my, I shouldn't say this, I, I pulled something out of the drawer from my son and a shotgun shell fell out. I'm going like, okay. <laughs> I have to show you this shirt. I found it. I was going to, I was going to, I was cleaning out a closet from my son and I was going to give this away to, to, we're going to put it in like the, you know, the charity bin. They have like, the, you know, matter of fact, can I tell you something? Yeah. You know where I've been hitting a lot? You know, one of my, I, you know, I, lo- I love Freddy's. Okay. The Freddy's at Mid-Rivers Mall Drive. Yeah. Right behind Freddy's in the parking lot of Office Max, they have those things where you can donate clothing, like those big boxes you throw clothing in. And there's one of them that's yes. like Special Olympics. And I've been cleaning out this closet with all my son's stuff in it. And I keep throwing stuff in there. So the other day, I take a big load out there, and I'm going through this stuff. And I always go through it one more time before I throw it in the, in the, in the bin. 
And I found this yellow shirt, and I go, oh, my God, I'm going to wear this one. Wait till I show it to you. You're going to die. You're going to die when you see this yellow shirt. Does it say sports crap on it? No, but it's pretty funny. You're going to love it. You're, gonna, you're, you're not going to believe I found this. You're going to go like, when you see it, you're going to, I don't know if I can wear it or not. It's probably too big for me because my son's a big guy. You know, he's oh, like I, I could wear it then. Six foot six and probably weighs like, you know, close to 300. I'm five foot two, weigh close to 400. Um, okay, we're done for the day. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Have a great day, everybody. This Seven, has been a great slice of heaven as usual, Brad. Peace. 758.